It's time for two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. For the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Episode 348 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Nikki and Uniden. Trevor along with you from EFTM.com and Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. G'day, mate. Good morning, Trevor. I don't know. Are you feeling we... okay, mate? I'm feeling... Oh, you got a little bit of a headache, you, said, you said to me before. Oh, and I offered some, some Nurofen's. And you said... You would give surprised a me. headache. You... <laughs> You said that you'd take three Nurofen's. Oh, three? Off. Really? If there's are any doctors... Of, are you made of iron or something? If What's there's that? any doctors listening, um, just turn Smash off. three, yeah, right. Kitties, uh, always read the box. Yeah, read the label. I, I, I look at it this way. I'm a large human, and yep. um, I can absorb I see you more. can cop it. Okay, yeah. right. Does that mean it takes a lot to get you drunk, mate? Can you drink a lot? or Nah, that's the complete okay, opposite. <laughs> um, but they call you Cadbury's, I apparently. also think... Cadbury's, glass and a half in your piss, is that right? Yeah, <laughs> This is probably the wrong thing to say, especially for the for the younger younger generation listening. But yeah. I think I became I've become immune to them, oh. like to to Panadol and Nurofen and stuff, because I I get headaches so often. Mate, we're going to get researchers that's, ringing that's us up. They like, want to study you. That's why, like, two's not enough. Two's it's done work. Yeah. My body goes, nah, mate. You yeah. kidding me? What is it? It's it's like Seinfeld. Chocolate. Seinfeld said, "Give me as much that we've enough to kill me, but pull it back pull a it back little a bit." And then, <laughs> so look, if you're tuning in for the first time, uh, <laughs> two likes talking medicine. This is not a medical podcast, <clears throat> uh, nor is that medical advice. Uh, please uh, seek your doctor's. What, what's the what's the ca- <laughs> seek professional seek advice. professional advice and yeah. read the instructions carefully. Yeah. Um, and this if is pain actually, persists. See, see a doctor. See a doctor. It, right. This is actually a technology podcast. Yep. We we try every week to wrap up the tech news. The week and Stephen, I don't know. There's not much around. Do you think yeah, we'll be okay? Quite weak this week. Yeah. Wonder what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Don't know. Not much on. You know what? Let's. You know what? This show. Let's. It's so much in it. Let's push through. No stings. Just let's push just through. Do it. Okay. Also, because we're going to lunch. You couldn't be bothered editing. That's also, right. we got to go to lunch after this. So yes. I've got to get, and then I'll just, I'll just top and tail. Top and tail. And you know what? That's I'm, technical speak, people. I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah. I want the listener feedback. What do, would? Do you want the stings or yeah. not? I mean, a lot of people complain about them. Because For those who don't know what we're talking about, years. it's the little music between each yeah. time we From talk. The IDs. Yeah. That's where it says, two blokes, two talking, blokes tech. talking tech. I'm happy to say that every now and then, just in case you forget, but it's, <laughs> it's written on the screen of your phone. Fair enough. Um, but if you're okay with just the push through, then... Frankly, it does mate, take ten minutes out of my life every week. It's, that I don't. And it's more time for us to gibber on too, isn't it? Is that right? Or I, I guess it's so. only a few seconds it's, each it's, thing, isn't it? Mate, there's probably 30, 30 seconds an episode okay. extra. So it's, it's value. There'll be some solid hand gesturing, but so, so you know when when it's my turn to talk and all that. It's right, all good, mate? mate. It's all good. The stings and all me when we. But sort also, of get a chance. while we're doing housekeeping, um, jump on iTunes. It's been a while since we've checked or had reviews, so yep. jump onto iTunes, leave a review, star rating, and a written review. Please, we'll do our best to give you a shout out here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. I lie, there is actually a stack of news. We've got a law list in front of us, and we have to start with the World Cup. We yep. started last week with the World Cup. We talked about we how did. exciting it was going to be. How exciting, and, and we're looking forward Innovative. to it. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. I want to go back to that point. There was no concern. There was no outrage. There was no uh, you know, petition from GetUp or someone before the <laughs> World Cup. That's all they do is petitions, isn't it? Petitions. Get um, up, yeah. This is not a lefty thing, so they wouldn't have bothered. But there's no, <laughs> there was no concern about the fact that a bunch of games were on a, behind a paywall on Optus. Yeah. Right? So... I think what happened this year was it was proven that we are prepared to pay yep. for great content um, and lo- the loyalist, loyalist of fans will pay. That was proven. So Optus and SBS have proven that people will pay for something. Yep. The problem is Optus then disproved the fact that it worked Yeah. Um, and completely balls that's, it up. That's the big thing, I think. Forget, we'll talk about the outrage and yep. what happened and what Optus said. I think the biggest thing is that the technology's taken a hit. Yeah. Everyone's faith in this way, this is supposed to be the future of entertainment. That's what's taken the hit, if, as well as Optus's brand, but the tech's taken a hit. Yeah, as well. And often, you know, you get asked in those random questions, you know, what's the future and, you yeah. know, tell us. And streaming is no doubt the, a big part of that because we've talked about, you know, Facebook or YouTube or, or anyone yeah. bidding for sports rights. You know, who's to say that the next NRL rights won't be a joint bid between Channel 7 and YouTube? 
Yeah. You know, well, not, Twitter. Twitter uh, had up, the NFL, remember? Up against Channel 9 and Fox Sports, you know. So yeah, yeah. there'll be these new um, pairings. and So you think that's what it needs, like pairing with a broadcaster they're always, and, a, and a streaming? Because of the anti-siphoning laws, yeah. there's always going to be a broadcaster involved, yeah. right? Because certain things have to be on television. Yeah. But this has proven that television works. <laughs> yeah, well, four million people watch the watch the Socceroos game on SBS. Yeah, exactly there was no right. glitch. Not a problem. Yeah. Well, I've but, said all week, and you've done three million interviews as well as I have. Bro- broadcast is bulletproof. I said to Blake, I had, I may have had a phone call from Optus this morning. Oh. Um, yeah, just it was like being called into the principal's office. Really? Yeah. yeah. I had a big day yesterday. Um, yeah. And uh, and I said, listen, I just want you to know that I've done a couple of radio interviews, and he said, listen. I get the alerts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've done a few. Um, and look, the thing is, the yeah, the reputation of streaming. So forget nerds like us. Think about the average mum and dad. The person that doesn't have, maybe they don't even have Netflix, but yeah. you know, they went, okay, how do I do this? They, they download the app. They paid their 15 bucks. And then they went to do it and it just didn't work. And, and that's a massive problem for the next time, whether it's the Olympics or another big sporting event or just a fight or whatever it is, yeah, exactly. that that person's going to go, well, that's not going to work. Yeah. So it's probably, it's probably the best news Foxtel's ever had because they've got one up on streaming now because they've, yeah. got, they've got a reliable system. Well, so their main events and all that, they, they put them on all the time. Yeah. And, and well, we, we also talk, obviously, Netflix stream every night to million, hundreds of millions of people. But, yeah, I know they're not showing one movie at the same time for, for heaps of people. Yeah. But their systems must be pretty robust to handle the streams from around the world. Correct. And, multiple, and, and so. the other... Ex- so the, I made the example that this is not the first time this has happened. Obviously, the, we had Game the, of Thrones last year. Exactly. Um, that was a big... But it was different because that was actually a login problem. There was the authentication yeah. of users. The streams were actually fine. Yeah. Foxtel works fine. I watch the Formula One on, on Foxtel every single week yeah. on the on the internet. So streaming can work, but this has destroyed the reputation of it, at least for a short yeah. space of time. And that is actually my biggest concern. My biggest takeout is, I mean, what's, what is this going to do to the future of streaming? And, you know, Optus, so fast forward to today and skip the middle stuff for a minute. Optus have said, well, we're going to make our Optus sports service free until August 31 <laughs> yeah. to, to build back the reputation the three, of it. First three rounds of Premier League. Which is great, but you know who really gives a rat's about the Premier League? Oh, there'll be a few yeah, people that do, mate. They were already subscribed, right? True. But so, you know what? They were, didn't, didn't they have a drama when they first yes. got the Premier League? They had a similar problem. Yes. So you think that those teething issues would have been resolved by now. But, you know, this is what staggers me, is when they admit, and Alan Lou said this himself, we underestimated demand. Mate, it's the what world. What the Cup. hell? It's the biggest sporting event in the world. And the, every four years, there's television ratings that show you that yeah. Uruguay versus Tunisia rates this well. You I'll, should know what the I'll load is going to be. The, 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 the phrase, world's biggest sporting event, does that not give you a tip that it's going to be in demand? Also, they've got the receipts from all the people that paid 15 bucks. They know how many people have got signed up. You know, the fact that they... So my, my argument is... And we don't really know truly what's going on. But my argument is their architecture, the way they design their network is probably pretty good, but it doesn't scale. It doesn't scale quick mm. enough. They can't just automatically add lanes to the freeway. They can't automatically mm. add more on-ramps to the different parts of Australia where people are viewing. He, he and tried that's to the infrastructure. He tried, you were on that call yesterday. We were both mm. on the calls. There was a call on, when was it, Monday night? Mm. And then the Monday afternoon, there was a call yesterday afternoon. Yeah. Yesterday afternoons. Pest. Yeah, you you asked about eight questions, you you, you hog. But anyway, I think, Mate, he, I think he called you Stephen one time too. Did he? In the first one, yeah. Oh, okay. He might have been listening to two blokes earlier than that. Maybe, yeah. Anyway. You just what, had to press star one, mate, to ask a question. I did. No, I asked the very first question of the first call. Did you? Yeah. I didn't notice. Second question. No, second okay. question, yeah. So you were too busy worried about yourself. Oh, I was first. Oh, okay. <laughs> you were first? I was first, yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. And last. In the second hookup, he explained that there were two, there's two networks that handle the stream and they both have an encoder sort of that decodes the signal and does that and he said there was a critical failure on one of them on one of the encoders so it just wouldn't spit out the stream so that's just the summary of what went wrong I just don't engineers believe it. couldn't get it right don't critical it. failure don't believe it yeah. Mate, so what one, do you reckon is You're one, one box fails you get a, you get a redundant a, system it yeah. a it doesn't last take four days to fix okay yeah a box fails you fix it so, mate, it's yeah. architecture. It's the way the whole network is delivered to be able to scale. Right. And it doesn't scale to the audience. So, okay, so today, what's day? Thursday. So this drama occurred over the weekend. So Saturday, Literally Sunday. Literally a week ago. No, well, right. Thursday night was the first game. Oh, okay, of course. So here we are Thursday, a week later. Is it fixed? But, did, were, any, did you hear of any complaints last night? Well, I didn't look. I actually went to bed for the first time. <laughs> I didn't, didn't worry about Optus for a bit. But yeah. 
let me put it this way: the night before, so Tuesday night into Wednesday morning, yeah. when which was the which last, was the fortieth, last which was the, the last of the the SBS nights yep. before any other announcement. Oh, I sat and I watched the stream. I'm watching people's comments, yeah. and there were still comments. Now, not as many, but that's because yeah. the game was on SBS, so yeah, there wouldn't be as many. Wouldn't be, but there were still problems. And then Alan Liu gets on the phone and says, "Well, we didn't have any issues last night, so we're confident, but." We're also going to give to SBS. Well, hang on a minute. There were yeah. issues. If Plenty of people tweeted me and go, well, look at what I said last night. It didn't yeah. work. Yeah. It didn't. It, it wasn't working. Now, their <clears throat> argument, I, I was on Twitter yesterday and I said, listen, I, I couldn't be bothered to write another article, um, but he's delusional. Um, and Is that why you got the call from Optus? Yes. <laughs> yes. Really? Okay. Because they're News Limited. Well, see, here's what happened. I write, he's delusional. There were still issues um, and they've got to fix them. You tweeted and that. I tweeted, or wrote a few, that. I tweeted a few different things, and I tweeted it because I couldn't be bothered. And they called article. you about a tweet. No, wait. And then <laughs> News Limited posted an article saying Optus denies delusional lie, right? Oh. And I'm like, oh, hang on, that's a bit interesting because that's what I said. Yeah. And they've they've put all of my tweets in an article surrounded yeah. by comments from Alan. They Luke. do that. They do that. And they I, look at I all said, the. Uh... I said to the bloke from Optus, I said you could have just called me and told me what the what the response was. Uh-huh. I would have at least published it, but instead it's a whole page on News Limited. Whatever, I don't care. It's good yeah, exposure from they, my they, Twitter they, account. All the verified accounts, News Limited, often do that. I've I've had a couple of mine in in. Then I've tweeted about some yeah. referee decision they've yeah. been included in those. And, ones. and so so basically they deny that. And so their argument, in their defence, their argument is... That he's not delusional. That, no, well, yes, true, that he's not delusional. <laughs> Number one, he's not delusional. And, and, and he's not deluded about this thing because he believes firmly um, that their content delivery network is able to deliver successfully the stream. They believe that the issues people are experiencing are the small percentage of issues that will always be there with device compatibility, yeah. da, 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 da. So... Essentially, and now, now, I'm, now I am, and this is not because of the call, but now I am starting to think, now we've got this problem. And we'll get to Telstra in a bit, but this is the problem for Optus. Come groups at stages ending and Optus getting a game or two exclusively, any single tweet that has someone with an issue is going to be taken as if there's the world's biggest drama. Yeah. So everything is going to now amplify in a big way. Absolutely. They're going to be looking for yes. people. Now. And, and, and even, even at the start of this... Alan Liu was he was adamant that this issue that gained so much attention only affected a small number of people. He said it wasn't the majority of people got the service properly. So here's how I call not BS, but I call you know let's be clear about that. Yeah, there's three ways that as an Optus Sport paying customer you can watch the World Cup. The first one is through the Optus app. Yep. Fails nearly every time. Fail, yep. The second one, amazingly, is through the SBS World Cup app. Yep. Using your Optus Same login credentials. works fine, right. faultlessly, to the point where Optus were recommending that to people. Yes, they were telling them on Twitter to switch over. And the third one is on Fetch TV. Now, Fetch TV distribute the signal through their own network, so it's not utilising Optus's CDN, yep. Content Delivery Network. So there's more reliability. So basically, Fetch was working fine. SBS app was working fine. So my concern is, if they're going to say it was working for the majority, can we please discount all the Fetch and SBS app viewers (laughs) and tell me how many people it was working for on the Optus app? Because I think that, to me, is the potential deception in that statement. That's all. Now that it's free, Optus Sport, do you think more people are going to hammer it or they're just going to not not bother and watch on SBS? Look... Because this could be, this could prove, yeah, this could prove another, this could prove another problem. Because if people think, oh well, it's free, let's let's give it a go, and everyone gets on it, could this be a real test for it? Mate, why on earth would you use it if it's on SBS? Yeah, I don't know. Th- that's people my point. might not have a reception. There's a very reception. very small number of people that don't have antennas, right? Yeah. So yes, there will be people still using it because Fetch TV, for example, it's much easier because it's a channel. It's yeah. just there. It's very easy to use. So. Yes, they're going to have users still. There's plenty of people that go, I'm still paying for it. I may as well use it and I've got yeah. my money back and it's all good. Yeah. Um, so there will still be people using it, but I don't believe they're going to get a full challenge until at least the round of 16. Yeah. So <laughs> so let me, to be clear, SBS is going to have all the group matches now. Correct. So will there be a period, because I understand from the quarterfinals onwards that they were going to be on SBS anyway. So so let's think about the World Cup this way. There's the rounds, yep. round, the, the group stages. Yep. Then there's the round of 16 and the quarterfinals. Yes. Then there's the semifinals and the final. Right. Semifinals and final were always going to on be exclusive SBS, to SBS. Right. The round stages were always, group stages were always going to be match of the day on SBS. Yep. Uh, and the Socceroos games. The the round of 16 and quarterfinals were not on SBS. Right. At all. 
as far as I could tell. That's, that's still the case. No, so. SBS has first rights to pick one of the round, round of 16 But games. not all of them. No, they can't but, take them all. So there's two games a day. But Optus Sport will take all of them. So yeah. that's that's the only exclusivity that Optus Sport has now. Well, they still don't have exclusivity because SBS is going to have one of the games. But I mean for the other games. Well, SBS won't be able to broadcast all of them. No. So Optus is the only place where you can see all of them. That's correct. And and that so, will be the only time where Optus is on its own in, in showing... Nine days from this, now. In this time. So that'll be mission the critical. Test. They'll think, right, for pe- people who want to watch it, it, despite it being free, it's still got to work. And people, despite not paying, if it doesn't work and they're fans, they're going to be frustrated. Correct. So that little period there of a few, how many the days? Round they of go 16, over? I think it's about right. a week. So that's going to be the D-Day for Pressure Optus Sport. Right. Because, mate, okay, so let's say, let's be negative. Let's say that fails. Let's yeah. say they have issues. Game over. Mate, how can Optus what Sport survive? Do? Exactly, yeah. How can they say the English Premier How can they bid for rights to the Champions League or the other mm. big? They're trying to bid against being sports and stuff for a bunch of other sporting events. Yeah. How can they even get those bids if they're, if they're unable to deliver this after this long a time? Do they have... I thought that... And this is... I'm not an engineer by any means, but don't they have like things like load testing? And can't they... Didn't they do some I, testing beforehand and say, well, let's pretend 400,000 people are watching this at the same time. Let's simulate that, see what it looks like. Don't they do things like that? So, here, I'm in, in Optus' defence, I was thinking about this last night. I was thinking, how do you load test... Um, streaming distribution. You can load test a server to say, can you spit out 300,000 yeah. streams? And it works. It just does it. But can you can you load test it being distributed, you know, across the country? Because what happens with these these things is there's a, there's a box in Sydney, a box in Melbourne. There's there's distribution of the of the network around in the same way that SBS has a transmitter in every place. Yeah. So I don't believe that it's actually possible to correctly and and assuredly load test the actual streaming outcome. Uh-huh. I think that's the problem. Yeah. I've got another question too. There was, Alan Liu mentioned this in passing. He said that for the first time, non-Optus customers were able to watch, to, to be able to, to, to pay their money. Yep. So the 15 bucks people paid, if they weren't, if they didn't have an Optus mobile account or an Optus broadband account, yep. they could just cough up 15 bucks. Correct. He, reading between the lines, he kind of alluded to the fact that the non-Optus customers, a lot of them had trouble. So he, he was sort of implying that it was stuff out of their control, like other networks and other things that delivered it. So there's two problems. On the weekend, um, the Optus Twitter account said something along the lines of, basically, other ISPs we can't control and there's issues with delivering there. And that, that's, you know, that's at yeah. their end. And that was... That was that was blown out of proportion, and I don't think they should have said it because it's not true entirely. What Alan Liu is trying to say there is, look, we can't ever guarantee one hundred percent that it's going to work because we don't know your end end solution. We don't know what device, op, operating system, version of Android, internet connection, um, you know, CVC that that telco has in your street. You know, there's a whole bunch of variables, but, right? But but to be clear though, the the issue wasn't people's connectivity, the, the speed no. of their network. The issue was at Optus's side, on Optus's side. Correct. And this, so and I've been saying this all week. There's no issue with the Optus mobile network. With the Optus yeah. Broadband Network, yep. this is not oh, an NBN story. Broadband Network, oh, well. I can tell you stories about that, which we've discussed. Specifically it's, around it's, this it's, story. It is fixed now, though, I've got to tell you. It is fixed, okay. my so issues. Specifically around this week, there's not, yeah. not, not been yeah, an issue true. causing it. True. Um, there's no... Um, the, the great thing for me is this has not turned into an NBN debate. So it's not been a bandwidth thing. Good. Yeah, I haven't, yeah, haven't well, had people well, going, well, the NBN's not good enough. There's not a, plenty of idiots on Twitter going, well, yeah. Malcolm, your NBN's crap. And that's what, no, it's yeah, nothing to yeah, do yeah. with that. Nothing to do with it. Because a stream should work on, on the slowest of connections. Yeah. Well, um, that's the idea of a stream. It adapts to what you're connected to. Well, Fetch TV have, a, have the best system because they use HEVC encoding and it actually will work really, really well yeah. on different on a really low bandwidth. But bottom line, um, so yes, Optus will never 100% guarantee it's going to work. That's going to be their challenge because someone's going to ask them that in, mm. in a week and they're going to say, we can never guarantee it. <laughs> um, but I personally, I, I wish them well, but I just can't, I can't see them turning it around. Yeah. It's going to be, uh, so in, in the round of 16, that's going to be when the true test occurs. Mate, where wh- Whatever time of day it is, fans, I'm getting up. Well, because it's free, people are going to hammer it. This yeah. is going to be the ultimate test. But two other two other problems they had this week was they announced it was free yesterday and everyone logs on and they go, oh, it doesn't work. Doesn't it's, work. it's not for a couple of days that it's because yeah, they've got to get yeah. that working. Yeah. They've got to recode the, the back end to say it's free. Don't charge them, yeah. right? And secondly, they announced the other day they're going to give Fetch TV boxes to everyone yes. who's a non-Optus customer who's paid the $15, right? 
So people go into Optostraw and they go, we can't what? provision We don't know about this. How do we, yeah. we, email doesn't, they, can't, they couldn't even do it. So it was another mega oh, yeah. stuff up from them to try. Wow. They tried to do something really good, but they couldn't deliver on it properly. Yeah, and you know what? As they say, you only get one chance to make a first impression. For, the, for a lot of customers, mm. this was their first crack Isn't at Optostraw. lucky you made a good first impression on me. There you go. Yeah, I'm glad, Trev. And likewise, mate. <laughs> There's plenty of people that didn't work. <laughs> Can't yeah, wait for lunch well, today. We're, we're both married anyway, so that's we're both still married. We made good impressions on our oh, our wives. I don't too. know. I think has yours lasted? Or? It'll do. <laughs> yeah, you'll do. Is that she settled? <laughs> Did she settle? She, she settled. <laughs> yeah, I don't don't be so hard on yourself. No, man. I'm I'm, I'm well. Okay? I'm very self aware. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, well, um, well thanks. We've got the problems. Thanks, us, Optus, mate. for a great story this week. Yeah, um, made, it, made it easy, didn't it? Plenty of traffic and a lot of radio interviews. Absolutely. It's been a crazy week uh, for them, for the World Cup. And we do wish them well. I hope that it works out for them in the, in the group stages. But until then, it's on SBS. Uh, and that's, uh, well, it's the home of football, as it always has been. Yeah. Two Blokes Talking Tech, let us know what you think. Uh, Zig- Trevor used to work as well. Yeah, true. Ziggy Zaggy, the hashtag, uh, Trevor Long, at Steve- and at Stephen Fennick on Twitter. Now, we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au, and the Orbi Wi-Fi system is the one to have in your home. If you're looking to have reliable Wi-Fi, fast Wi-Fi across every inch of your home, uh, Orbi creates what's known as a mesh network. So the, the two boxes that you get, they sit on either sides of the home and they connect to each other transparently in the back end. There's no cable between them. They actually use a Wi-Fi network between themselves specifically and then they create a Wi-Fi network through the home that you can walk through the home and get the same Wi-Fi network. It's more reliable and faster than a range extender and it creates a, a, the speed that's on your modem should be the speed that you get at the other side of the house. It's called Orbi. It comes in a bunch of different ranges so you can get a, a, a high-end one which will cover a large home and then smaller ones that cover smaller homes uh, to suit your budget and your home uh, you can check them out at most leading retails it's called orbi o-r-b-i from netgear now Stephen, not a good week for another tells from tel- one telco well. to another we're talking uh about telstra and there's a few things that have uh that telstra are dealing with at the moment there was i understand another outage for a few hours uh was it yesterday there was well, an outage this is what's funny like any time that you can't make a call on Telstra, it's an outage. This goes to my point about Optus in a week from now. Yeah. One person complains yeah. about it, and it'll be frontpageofnews.com. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, you know what, news works funny like this. I, I call it the... Uh, I call it the Doberman, the Doberman principle. You know, when you hear stories about a Doberman or, or a pit bull's attacked a, a child, and it's a big story, from that point onwards... Every time there's a, even a, the minor, smallest incident with a dog and a child, mm. it's a massive story. And same thing happens whenever, whenever Qantas do something. Whenever Qantas yeah. have an emergency landing, oh, geez, Qantas. And every time uh, oh, a plane had to be turned around back to the gate, happens every day, but for that, for that particular week they're focusing on it. Yeah, yeah. Like what you were saying with Optus, that's now going to happen with Optus. And now for Telstra, if they're not making, if it's not working 100%, or is it an outage? So I, I, my, my tweet about Telstra, I didn't write a story about it, about the outage um, earlier in the week. I said something the along the lines. Jobs get cuts. Yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll get to that in a second. But in terms of the outage earlier in the week, I said there's, you realise there's more people talking about and writing about the Telstra outage than were affected. <laughs> now, I know how many I people... I never wrote about the outage. I know how many people were affected, and I can tell you, it's bugger all. Uh, completely bugger all. And it wasn't, they weren't Telstra customers. They were Aldi and, and Woolworths customers. Now, no. Telstra can't defend that because it's still the Telstra network. Yeah. Um, there was an outage. There was a problem. So, so Aldi we, customers and Woolworths customers? Who, those kind of customers. Who use yeah, the, the, the Telstra network? Mobile virtual network, right? Yeah. So those are the kind of customers that were affected. Uh, and it was an outage. There was, there was definitely a problem. Yeah, yeah. But we're talking, it's tens of thousands. It's not yeah. even anywhere near 100,000, right? It's not a national right? thing. Or... It's, no, nah, mate. Yeah. Like, so seriously, big, not, not a big deal, right? But the problem for them is it, it, it's the Doberman, Doberman yeah, principle, the principle. Uh, and, and it escalates and, yeah. and, and grows. And then the, the worst part for them is you can imagine them sitting there going, oh, this has happened at the worst time because in, in a day from now, we're about, <laughs> we're about to announce that we're going to completely change the strategy of the business and cut 8,000 yeah. jobs. And cut a quarter of the, of the company. Mm. Yeah. So that that's yeah well that's the timing is is pretty is pretty ordinary there but eight thousand staff they've got a headcount of thirty two thousand I understand mm. eight thousand is a quarter of the of the Telstra staff are gone it, and mainly from executive mid and high well, level how many executives thing. has this company got that's the problem with Telstra wow they do they've got Top too heavy. many too many levels of management and too many managers yeah. so now's not a good time to be a, a manager at Telstra unfortunately. Mm. Um, and it doesn't look good for them. But but interestingly, it has to be seen as part of the whole strategy that it is. Now, 
you got to remember, Andy Penn's under pressure. The share price is, is tanking. Um, All-time low. Apparently. Plenty of rumours that he's on the way out. Um, mm. You know, my tip is Bill Morrow. But I... Really? Yeah. Is that the, the street corner tip or the Trevor Long tip? That's my tip, mate. That's yeah. my tip. Well, so this is a 2022 strategy. So we're talking yeah. about like a three to four year strategy to turn the business around. Because mm-hmm. Telstra has grown and grown and grown over decades. Yeah. And they are simply not nimble enough to, to meet the market changes. They, they, their business is completely and radically changing because the NBN is, is taking away the infrastructure side of their business and giving, giving other telcos the, the ability to take their customers from mm-hmm. them. So essentially, in a post-NBN world, the, the current Telstra can't compete. The current Telstra just cannot compete. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the one that I found staggering was, as of, I think it's July 1, they're going to cut the number of plans that they have from 1,800 that amazed me. down to 20. 1,800. So I'm assuming that there's 1,800 plans that have been in existence for all this time. All the customers, leg- have been, stuff. customers have been on them and they just stay on them. They thought, well, okay, well, they just exist, keep existing. And, and just even in the in the actual current available plans, you know, it's just it's a minefield to navigate them all and the and the intricacies of them. So, yeah. they, they they do say twenty core plans, so there'll be more ways. But essentially, they're gonna they're gonna narrow it down. So the, the big, I feel sorry for anyone that's losing their job. I do, but the takeout for consumers is it's going to be easier to to find a plan. And I I feel like they're going to go fully unlimited because they talk about yeah. a no no more excess usage charges. And the only yeah. way they you can do that is to do the the te- the um, speed tier, yep. and basically give people unlimited data because they're calling it that. They were the first to put it out there. I know oh, Optus did it. They were also there. the first to get uh, kicked in the ass by the ACCC over the advertising of it. So <laughs> they had to pull that back. But what what about to the uh, the split off? So they've got a near uh, Infraco is now going to handle all the infrastructure side of the business. All the infrastructure except the mobile network. So well, not the mobile network yeah. or the mobile backhaul, which I find interesting because that's. That's their most valuable backhaul. So it's yeah. real. Well, you know what it is. What they're creating is a consumer business, and and a wholesale uh, business. Because yeah, so the, the, after the, the infra- infrastructure they're getting, they're they're putting into another business so they can sell it, is you know like the fiber links between Sydney and Melbourne that TV networks have. Uh-huh. You know, you do million dollar deals with Telstra to have those links. That's not going to be part of Telstra. That's part of Telstra Infraco. Infraco. So it's all these big, big deal fiber networks running across the country. Telstra won't own. That'll be owned by a separate company, which mm-hmm. can then be, you know, it's like the motorways, right? Transurban. You know, they own the motorways, and you think, I mean, I know the tolls are good, but you know, it's is owning motorways really that that big a deal? But mm-hmm. when you own enough of them, you can amortize your costs across them. So same mm-hmm. for a telco. You might find another telco finds yep. that Telstra Infraco a very valuable proposition. So they're going to save in the short term one billion dollars, and by twenty twenty two, one billion two point five billion dollars. But apparently, Infraco they were saying that 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 could be even a move to consolidate a a, a part an entity. So that if one day the NBN's privatised, that can jump in again. So if there's if yep. the NBN becomes privatised down the Infraco track, could buy Infraco it. could say, okay, we'll take it. Yeah. Because years ago, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was 11 years ago that Telstra offered to make a nationwide fibre network at no cost to the government. They offered the government that opportunity mm. to create the network for them. And obviously they'd, they'd have in their best interest, but... That was a possibility eleven years ago. I was reading. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. recall that. But, but we never took the never took them up on the offer. I think the issue may have been how national it was really going to be. Because the problem Maybe. was there was really no. T- the reason the NBN existed because there was no telco willing to put even the fibre backhaul out to yeah. Wagga. Yeah, you know, put satellites in the air for the. So you know, the problem is the metro areas were always going to be fruitful for anyone, um, but no one was willing to do it properly across the country. So I don't know, mate. Telstra. I, I think I I congratulate them on it. I think it's terrible for the people that may lose their jobs. Yeah, it's but, a lot of people out there, um, they? It's a lot of families. Like, this could be potentially 8,000 yeah, families affected, absolutely, right? Absolutely. Now, you know, they're, they're also creating a bunch of new jobs, so there's, yeah. there's some crossover there, but, you know, there's a lot of reskilling required there. But in the end, it's it's a massive change for the company that is long overdue. Yeah. Like we always talk about Telstra being a bit slow, a bit laggy behind. Mm. They've been pretty good recently with some of their plans and things, but I don't know that they've been good enough to really maintain their challenge as the number one. Absolutely, yeah. To details at techguide.com.au and eftm.com, which is where you'll also find details about Amazon Prime. Now, Amazon Your launched in Australia. Company, Amazon. I love them. You love, love them. Don't you? Amazon launched in Australia late last year, uh, and uh, you know, a few weeks ago, they announced that uh, you could no longer buy from the US store. 
you had to shop from July 1, you had to shop in the Australian store. Mm-hmm. And then we had eBay announce eBay Plus, which is the membership model, 49 bucks a year, very similar to Amazon Prime, giving you free delivery. They got in ahead of them. And now, enough. boom, Amazon boom. Prime announces. Now, it's uh, five bucks a month, uh, seven bucks a month as of next year. Um, and you get free delivery within two working two days, days yeah. uh, to 90% of the country. Fast and free, baby. Is that fast? Yeah, two business days. Yeah, if you order it. So if I ordered it, to say this is say it's Tuesday. Hmm. So I order it today. Does that day include as a business day? So yeah. Wednesday, you probably get it first thing Thursday morning. Also, if you're in Melbourne, you'll get it faster because the the warehouse is there. Yeah. There's a warehouse being built in Sydney, so you know there's there's those things happening as well. Mm-hmm. It will get faster. Um, and but, but oh, here, there's oh, one thing though. Yeah. The US though, yeah. there, there is a component of Amazon Prime that allows you to get free shipping from the US as well. So if you shop, if you spend more than $49 US, that qualifies for free shipping. Now, is this a loophole in Amazon's decision to cut off Australian customers? Was that decision a couple of months ago a ploy to draw more people into Prime? I'm completely confused by that. I really don't know. I don't understand. And like, because when I had a conversation with Amazon about what was possible for Australians, um, because I used the words that they'd banned Australians from the US store. Ooh. They were quick to point out to me that Australians were not banned. They were just banned from shipping to Australia. Yeah. I said, well, that's pretty much that's banning them. That's sort of got you on a technicality there, yeah. really. It's a yeah. technicality. Yeah. You're not banned I... from going to the store. You're just banned from shopping there and bringing it home. Fair call. But can <laughs> I re- I'll read the quote to yep. the, that Amazon... Uh, Jamil Ghani, he's the Vice President of Prime International Amazon. He said, we hope that Australians will love free two-business-day delivery on products from Amazon Australia and free international delivery on products from Amazon US, all available to customers on amazon.com.au. So you are so, is this like a the pseudo shopping what on, I think on the is. US? Here's what I think it is. There's like a little you, portal. You don't go to the .com. You go to the .com.au yeah. and there's products listed on the .com.au. So what you know when you go to Amazon it says you know available on ships in this many days. Yeah. So I think what you'll see is this is an Australian like it's in the Australian warehouse and it'll ship in 2 days and there'll be a thing saying this is in the US warehouse and it'll ship in 5 days but it'll be free. Do you know what I mean? So you still can't go to the .com yeah. You're not going to Amazon.com. Okay, you're you're yeah. buying from Amazon.com.au, yeah. but you're, you're selecting a product which is warehoused in the US. So they've said here that there are 4 million products from Amazon US store sold directly at Amazon.com.au yeah. with free deliveries on orders over US dollars 49. So you, US so dollars. Do you see my point? Yeah, We're so still banned from... You're still sitting on Amazon.com.au, but there's a little tunnel into the US it's just like, accessible from It's AU. listing a bunch of items that are on that US site. And the thing is, oh, the biggest problem I've got is I've got a US account. I can't buddy. Cha- you can't change the location. Oh, yeah, I got to. I got to register for a new account. Oh damn, stupid! What do you got a US account for? Because I, I signed up to Amazon, you uh, know, years ago, like yeah. years and years and years ago. We should also talk about the fact that not only do you get free shipping, but you also get Amazon Prime Video. I mean, that's that's not a bad part of the deal. And what I haven't found out, I don't know if you have yet, but what happens to people who were already Amazon yes. Prime Video subscribers? And I it reckon was like, they must just become two, Prime. It was two ninety nine US. Mm. Right, so it's about five bucks. Pay the difference. Um, do you have to change now to be a prime, or can you stay on just video? I'd say you could stay on just video. They're not going to force. It's not you an up. option to buy now, though. It's like legacy plans with the telcos. Aha, uh-huh. right. Well, that's interesting. Maybe if any of our listeners can tell us if they well, shed some light. One of our listeners that asked me the question. Well, there you have it. Right, oh. I don't know. So right back at you. I'll find but also, it, uh, but apart from prime video, you're going to get prime reading. If you're a reader, you get it's like up Audible. To, it's like, no, it's like Kindle, like oh, e-books. Kindle. e-books. Yeah, so... Uh, How you many books get, do you get? Uh, there's a selection of uh, more than a 1,000 books, so okay. uh, including some of the biggies, like you know Harry Potter and all those ones. Some Australian classics also, but okay. gaming too. You get some free games. And here's what I like too, that if you... You know how you, when, say, Call of Duty is going to be out on... You know, Black Ops 4 is going to be out on October yep. 12. If I order that game, it will be delivered day of release. Well, so the day it comes out, I'll have it in my hot little hand. I don't have to get it the day after. And here's Amazon's problem. I think that's great too. But actual users of that service know that in America it's even better. America, you get discounts on the, on the, on the launch games. There you go. So I had a bloke come up to me the other day and goes, can you explain to me whether the Amazon Prime here is the same as the US? I said, no, it's completely different. He goes, because I, I, I was hoping for the 5% discount on new games thing that they have over there. Ah, see, there's a better. Yeah. S- this is the thing, and you know, uh, Jen Dudley at News Limited wrote a story. What's what you what you get and what you don't get with uh-huh. Amazon Prime? So she compared them, and it's like we're not in the US. Move yeah. on. We yeah. don't live there. 
Like yeah, I know you've been using a VPN and all that stuff, but yeah. the you're average user. just comparing that because if we're, we're just as good as customers as American customers. But it's not, mate. They've been there for ten years. They've got yeah, warehouses true, in true. every city. I mean, it's yeah. just a very different place. Yeah, and I don't think it's. I don't think it works to compare it because it's not relevant. Fair call. Well, it's. Uh, are you, would you consider this, or you you sort of you're locked into the US? One? I think I might already be paying for the video one. I have okay. no interest, but I think I'm paying the grand for tours it on through right? through my US account. So I'm going to start a proper account. Yeah, because I do like the Alexa Spot. I've talked about that before. Yeah. Um, I, I like to think that you know it's got some legs, but the I don't know the streaming service just doesn't have much in it for me. Okay, apart so from the Grand Tour, there's a lot of other good shows there apparently. Apparently. The Man in the High Castle apparently is a good show. Mate, it appears on every homepage I've seen. It must be the only thing they've ever made, is it? <laughs> Man in the High Castle. Uh, they've also got, I've never heard of this, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Have you ever heard of that? No. They've got a new series, though, Jack Ryan, starring John Krasinski. You know, the dude out of the office? No interest. That 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 looks pretty cool. But uh, I, I th- just for the value of it, you're paying what is oh, it mate. four nine nine a month? Bucks, yeah. You're getting you may just, as well, just paying Amazon getting Amazon Prime is you may as well price. you may as well just pay the five bucks for the next six yeah. months and see what you think because it's discounted. You can pay for the years fifty nine bucks, yeah. but the normal five nine nine is down to four nine nine. And so to be clear, it's so like slightly more expensive than eBay Plus, but it's like half the price of the US Prime. Yeah. That's the other thing uh, about right. the comparison. It's well, nowhere because near we're the not price. getting as many benefits. Correct. It's nowhere That's probably why. So how much it cost in the US then? Like hundred and twenty bucks a year. Yeah, you're kidding me. No. Wow. That is expensive, isn't it? Well, not really. 120 US dollars a year or a Australian year. dollars a year. The US. Jeez. You get two-hour delivery there. Yeah, of course. So yeah. there's benefits. Drone delivery. You anyway. Do, oh, yeah, in the future, maybe. <laughs> anyway, let us know what you think. Uh, hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. Listen to two blokes talking tech. Thanks to Nick here and Uniden. Uniden. Speaking of Uniden, they've got their new camera range. They've got the AppCam Solo. This is their first wire-free home security camera. Of course, it's full HD resolution and weatherproof, so you can put it inside and out. Battery power, that's what makes it wire-free. It's really easy to set up too. You can place it inside, outside, really to in- easy to install. Wirelessly connect to your network, and then you can have remote access to that camera through the free app, so you can check in on your home or your business wherever you are. You can also view live and recorded footage that can be viewed anywhere in the world. You also get push notifications when motion is detected. But the good thing about this camera is that it detects heat and not as well as motion, so you're not going to get any false notifications. It has a 130-degree viewing angle, so you get a really good field of view. And there's also two-way talk, so you can easily communicate with anyone that's there, visitors, couriers, you name it. You can talk to them through the camera. They've also got, on top of the AppCam Solo, the AppCam Spotlight. This is a two-in-one spotlight camera. So not, not only do you get the powerful LED lights, but you also get that great camera as well with motion detection. And it, uh, it will also light up your way if you you've come into view of the camera and start recording and notify the user through the app as well. You can also remotely turn on the LED light, which is really handy. If you see anyone suspicious around there, you can flick the lights on, and it also has two-way talk. If you check those out, the Uniden AppCam Solo, the Uniden AppCam Spotlight, both you can see them both at uniden.com.au. Now, Stephen, um, Apple's finally had a resolution on the whole screen repair warranty issue, and I am staggered that this even went to the federal court. They tried to settle, apparently. I was talking to a guy. um, I wrote a story about, uh, I can't remember the name of the company. Remember, I wrote a story about the company that comes to you to repair your phone. Fixed to you. Fixed to you. That guy, Sam, I think his name is, he emailed me saying, look, mate, there's some developments here. I hear Apple tried to settle, Hmm. but they they were, ACCC said, no, we're going to go to the final outcome. And uh, so they knew that they were kind of on the end of it. Well, that's that's why I I, I can't hmm. believe it went this far because it was, mate, it was always going to end in tears. I'm Absolutely, sorry. Yeah. As soon as as soon as they launched it, it was like, yeah, logically, it, you have to repair that. I'm sorry, but my understanding, I had a chat to the guys at Phone King. They got a warehouse down here in Mascot near my place here, and um, it just happened to be that I'd set up this meeting with these guys, and it was the day after the decision. I said, mate, this must mean this must be really good news for you as a third party repairer. He goes, mate, it's really cleared the air for a lot of customers because we use genuine parts. We use the same part. That Apple would use. Yeah. It's the uh, the fact that we turn the screw in our store instead of them doing it in their store. That's the difference. That's the only difference yeah. in, in the service. Yeah. So the background of this, for those who don't remember, there was customers who had their third-party repairs, 
And one, some, some of them then went back in the store with an unrelated repair and they detected that there was a third-party repair done on the phone and were refused. They said, well, no, we can't cover this under warranty. Mm. The other half also that had the third-party repair happened to download the latest iOS at the time and it bricked their phone. Remember the error 53? It just bricked their phone. So Apple said, well, that was... I think the bricking occurred only when it was a third-party part as well. Yeah. uh, But bottom line... um, Now, my defense of Apple at the time, uh, you know, trying to find how they would argue it, was, look, it's a bloody intricate little device, right? And so, you know, if if the person opening it up, you know, there's some very skilled repairers out there, and I, I respect them for it, but there's also some dodgy shops. There's some cowboys, yeah. So they open it up, and let's say they just, they just with their little tweezers, they just tap a, a resistor or something on the circuit board that, you know, just, just causes some harm that doesn't get obviously visible, but then yeah. after a month or three, something happens, and that causes battery concern. I mean, it is that's the challenge for Apple is mm-hmm. it's such an intricate device. How, but they need, like, Apple-authorized repairers or something yeah. so, that they, so that they can at least give uses some sense that there's there's not going to be an issue but Apple, in the end uh, it always had to end this way they had to they had yeah, to be fine. I, I agree i think um the, at the end they were found to be in breach of australian consumer law simple yeah. as that but in in i can understand where apple's coming from though because they are notoriously in t- end to end they do everything themselves mm. from you know that's why they don't run any other software but their own the hardware runs their software and vice versa so I can understand that post you know, the post after sales service they want to be the exclusive there as well. Yeah. But you know you buy a phone and you you own the phone, you're entitled to seek a repair that is that you can afford for yeah. a start because that, that's one reason why people go to go a elsewhere, go to a, a, a Apple store. Not only does it take longer, but it's it's more expensive. So people are entitled to make the best decision they can. In the same way that if you've got a brand new car, you're completely entitled to have it, have it um, serviced yep. uh, every five, 10,000 cases, whatever it is, at your local mechanic, mm-hmm. and it doesn't void the warranty, warranty of the car. Yeah. That's the issue. I think that was hard, the issue here where uh, the, the, the warrant wasn't repaired within the warranty period. Uh, so Apple not only lot paid $9 million, and let, let's face it, $9 million is a drop yeah. in the bucket. They'll find that down the back of their couch. Hang on, one. Two, they've yeah, they've made it, it now. But yeah. yeah, someone commented, funny comment on one of my stories. Tim Cook's crying into a bag of money at the moment, right now. So that was uh, that's a pretty cool little comment. But they've also got to pay ACCC's court costs as well as uh, train their staff, yes. and update their policies on their website yeah. as well. So uh, interesting story. And again, whenever Apple's involved in any kind of court case and the result goes against them, that's big news. Big it made news. it made the evening news. It was uh, yeah. such a big story, but. Yeah. Yeah. Details at techguide.com.au. Now, Stephen, as a parent of young ones, you don't have to worry about this stuff, but I still worry about the parental controls. What are Absolutely. the kids looking at? How are they working? Yeah. And last have you year. Ever had to, have you ever had to step in? And has there ever been an incident where we, someone tried to access no, little Jackson, got curious about what, no, what does this mean, Dad? We're not quite at that point yet, to be <laughs> honest, but that's coming. Um, okay. The things we've done is apps. You know, yeah. oh, look, guys, I'm sorry, but that app doesn't work for us anymore right. um you so know talk bi- to them about why so the bikini like that. the bikini calendar no like clash of, Can- clash of clans was a classic uh, one so because it has global chat no no Ooh, it's got chat. global chat oh. um a chat room and stuff like that it's oh, like right. so, so there's no one moderating that chat it could no be. not at all really? and it's like Fortnite. you know i played Fortnite. it's good there's no chat and anything's great but then jackson's playing it on the ipad and i can hear other people i went who are they he goes the people in the lobby i went whoa whoa what mm. so you, you know mute them well, this this is the thing, right? That's as a parent, you've got to play it to find out. Anyway, yeah. so last but, but, year... Know, just before you go on, though, yeah. but that's the thing. Parents who think, oh, yeah, that's that's okay, but they don't realise that that's, that exists. Like another parent yeah. might not have known about the chat, nope. might not have known that. Yeah. And so you really got to take an interest in what your children, your child's well, doing. By the way, apologies to any Melbourne uh, <laughs> listeners who maybe listen to 3RW News this morning. Blake <laughs> rang me, honestly, this morning, and I, was, I, did, I got to sleep in seven. Phone rang, and I'm like, hello. And he goes, Trevor Long, can you talk about Fortnite? I went, yeah, okay, mate. And I thought, when are you going to do it? And he was news. They were giving him for news grabs. Yeah. And he goes, okay, just recording your title. I went, oh, hang on, mate. And I just, <laughs> mate, and I just gave all these grabs about Fortnite. And I was just, it would probably sound like I was either blind or just out of my mind. Anyway, Taking four new reviews back It was not good. <laughs> anyway, um, last year, about November, uh, Disney Circle, or Disney yeah. Parental Controls, were introduced onto Netgear routers. Yeah. 
um, the Circle app is a fantastic app, and I used it. It was on one of the Nighthawk routers, and it's, I think it's since been rolled as firmware across a bunch of other ones. And it was fantastic. You, you have this app as a parent, and you can see all your kids' devices. You can see what apps they're using, let alone what websites they're doing. You can set screen times, bedtimes, all these different things. But it was all based in the US. There was an actual box that you could get that yep. would do this. And so that box is now launched in Australia. Off the top of my head, it's like 169 bucks at uh, JB Hi-Fi. It's called Circle with Disney. Um, again, it was my second thing this week that someone's gone, like, can you just correct your article? Because um, I called it Disney Circle. It's just okay. what, I, what I refer to. Anyway, okay. it's called Circle with Disney. For the record, I haven't had any calls to correct any of my articles yeah, well, this week. Mate. Okay, fair enough. I'll <laughs> <laughs> um, come. Um, <laughs> anyway, so it's a JB Hi-Fi. It's a little box, a little, little cube. Plugs into power, plugs into the wall, yep. and then you have the app. And the app allow. And by the way, the the restrictions. If you pay a monthly subscription, the restrictions are in place outside of the home as well. So the app monitoring and the the okay. uh, so a little bit like family the zone. filtering. Yes, um, so it's uh, a cloud based thing too. Cloud based thing and and a network based thing like Family Zone has that plug in as well. Yep. So look, it's a simple little thing. It's very affordable, easy to set up, and and I think the app is brilliant. Okay. Yeah, of all the parental yeah, control CS, things yeah, I've, I've used, it's probably the easiest to set up and the easiest to navigate, which most parents go, oh, I'm not very tech savvy. <laughs> um, well, you got to be. Is that how they you got to try. Yeah, mate. They, they, yeah. I hate parents who whinge about that. Yeah. I'm sorry, but. How do you get tech savvy? Use it. Just use try it. Try it. Yeah, yeah, yes, you exactly don't have to be right. a genius. Exactly, you don't have to have a podcast yeah. every week. You've just got yeah. to try it. But we're not geniuses. Trust us. So no. We're not geniuses. Mate, we're just, we're just modeling through the through yeah. the weeks. There's we're no parents doubt here. as well. Yes. So anyway, it's called Circle by Disney. It's at JB Hi-Fi, um, and it's worth checking out. Quick one, mate, before we get into my one review this week. We've gone, oh, a, bit long. We've gone a bit long. I blame Optus. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's tax time, and you know uh, everyone's preparing their returns and getting everything done. It often happens online. So uh, while you're doing that, uh, it, it's come to my attention that also cyber criminals see this as an opportunity to try to scam you out of your money. And, and the, the way they do that is that they try to imitate the ATO. Right. Of all the companies to imitate. Because you think about it, right? There's been people, there's, they, they send out scam emails, SMSs. They even ring you to say, look, you know what? You're facing jail time if you don't pay this tax right now. Really? You've got outstanding tax. Or they ask you to, to load it onto a prepaid card. And, you know, people panicking thinking, oh, my God, do I owe tax? I don't want to go to jail. They do it. So there's some tips here. The ATO, or, or, the ATO already uses methods to contact you. So they'll never, ever ask you, for example, for your tax file number or your bank details. They won't ask you that via email or SMS. And they'll also never contact you via social media so you know that that's not the ATO. Also, know your tax situation. If you don't owe the tax department money and someone rings you to say that you do owe money, you can call them out and say, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, thanks. So, I'll ring my account to get that sorted. Thanks very much. Absolutely right. But you know what? It is It is an opportunity for cyber criminals to do it. We've gone through on, on Tech Guide some of the tips to uh, for you to use so that you make sure, look for signs. There, there's a, there's huge phishing scams as well where they make an email look like it's from the ATO, yeah. but you look closely. The logos aren't quite correct. The, the grammar's poor. Uh, you, you look at It's not addressed to the recipient. So it, if it's sent to me, it won't say, Dear Stephen, it'll say to the user or so to dear dear sir or something like that. It won't won't personalise it. They're little telltale signs to show that this is not a uh, a legit email from the ATO. So even use tax time to update your security software too. So that's a, mm. it gives you a good reminder. Yeah. It's also immediately deductible if you're a small business. And uh, I'm happy to say this story that I posted and shared on Twitter, the ATO actually retweeted it. Oh, good on them. The ATO.gov.au retweeted my story. God well, bless them. Can they give you any clicks, though? Oh, a few. A Not too bad. Good on them. Uh, how do you protect yourself at uh, tax time against cyber criminals at techguide.com.au? Now, Stephen, minute review. Uh, we might go two minutes. Um, yep. This one um, I call the Playroom TV because we, we this could be our Fortnite TV actually because this is the ah. kids. The kids. This is now you still in the got kids, yours, have you? This is now in the kids' they playroom. Took mine back. How does oh, that work, they? mate? Yeah. Yeah. How does that work? You probably got it more than the one I had. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this one. Um, this one. We've we've hooked it up to the Xbox. So we've we've only used it. I'll, I'll be honest. Haven't hooked it up to free to air. Yeah. But I've used it for Netflix and yep. Stan and gaming. Uh, Handy and, TV. And it's a QLED. It's a QLED. So similar to what Samsung uses. Obviously, look, you know, this is a 2100, 2199 TV. It's it's not, which is a lot of money. It's not a Series 9 TV, let's be clear. But right? it's also not a cheap TV. It isn't. But, but for a 55-inch uh, 4K QLED HDR 
for twenty two hundred bucks, that's pretty good, mate. The standout for Plus, me, Harman Kardon speakers. Absolutely. So you don't no need to spring for a sound bar. That's excellent speakers along the bottom there. So for twenty two hundred bucks, you're getting a great audio visual package here. Now the color wise, I think was really good. It didn't. You know how some some TVs pump up and Samsung TVs do this sometimes too when they're showing that 4K showcase videos you know where they have the hard drive running and it's just so artificially pumped up this TV doesn't do it this TV is pretty conservative and gives you more natural rather than over the top colour black levels good not great not not quite there with yep. uh, your Samsung's and your LG OLEDs but still not too bad they've got local dimming to help improve it uh, but the the design is actually pretty pretty nice too. Really really thin screen design. HDR on board as well. So you're mm. getting when you're watching 4K movies, you get that added quality as well. Pretty sharp and clear. But it is mate the uh, the sound sound quality is really good. The other thing I like is it's got Android. It's running Android on this. So I'm going to say well. I liked it, but geez mate, as soon as you get it out and turn it on, you have to go into the settings and enable quick boot mode. Because, uh-huh. mate, every time you turn it on, it takes three minutes to bloody boot up. Yeah. So there's a, there's a mode, kind of like pressing your, the power button on your phone, it just comes back on. Uh-huh. There is a mode to make it so when you turn it on, it just comes on. There you have it. Enable that, and that will change your opinion of Android TV very so quickly. Have, but having Android has its advantages too, because you can easily access all the apps that you want. Netflix, yep. Stan, YouTube, TuneIn Radio, all of those. Uh, and you can also got Chromecast built in as well. Yes, I love TV. that. Very um, handy. Mine uh, initially was a bit buggy on the Chromecast, but I think once I established a, a better network connection and got it all going, it, it's it's pretty reliable. Mm-hmm. But yeah, having Chromecast built in, so you just open up your phone, you go on the TCL TV, boom, done. Bang, done. Anyway, TCL 55-inch X4, twenty one ninety nine, which I think is affordable. I've called it affordable. I call I. I, I say it's on the pricey side mm-hmm. because for a you know second tier brand whatever whatever it's it's just a touch pricey. I think that's the challenge for people going to TCL. Yep. You're going to want you got you want to know what you're getting. So Absolutely. I think it's lucky that it has the Harman Kardon on the front because yep. it gives it credibility. Absolutely. It really does. Absolutely. Yeah. The TCL 55 inch X4. Two thousand one hundred ninety nine bucks. Check it out, techguy.com.au. Stephen, uh, we're going to go to lunch with our mates from Alcatel. Yes, we are. And uh, enjoy a lovely time with Sam, David and co. Uh, good friends of ours at the show. And uh, we'll cruise there together, will we? Yes, we will. Yeah, you've got a handy little vehicle in my driveway, mate. Oh, well. Yeah, should we tell them if you've been tweeting it out all week, haven't you? What you're driving at the moment, or I don't, I don't this, is your, this is just your play car, is it? This one, yeah, play car. It's just my, nice. it's just my weekender Ferrari <laughs> GTC for Lusso. Nice, nice. You're about to hear I'll the, leave, I'll hear, leave the hear and feel the power of twelve <laughs> yeah. cylinders. What's I've that? Literally, What's petrol? What's I've literally, that mean? I've literally parked the biggest engine in the world before, behind no engine behind my Tesla. It's that's fantastic! Right. Excellent. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We'll be back again next week on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes. Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.